Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Catherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Catherine Spitznagel. Hi, I'm Catherine Spitznagel, your host for Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and our topic today is the last segment of our three-part series, Self-Care Stepping Stones. Our focus, being intentional, doing things on purpose, with purpose, just for you. We can be so purposeful about our careers, our businesses, our families, our side hustles, our passions. What if we were equally purposeful about our own self-care? Caring just for you. All of you. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Whatever all those facets are for you, and whichever part of you needs a little extra attention today. We've talked recently about minding your self-talk, identifying what revitalizes you. And today, I want you to think about how to incorporate those positive thoughts and things that revitalize you into your daily life by being intentional. Paying yourself first before all your energy is gone. Making yourself a priority. Building trust with yourself. Now think about that. Building trust with yourself. Making a commitment and keeping it. Just like you would any other relationship. Taking care to keep that promise. If the need is there and the intention is there, let's look at some ways to make it happen. If you listen to the recent podcast, with Chef Elodie Habert out of Nashville. Uh, You may have gotten a big kick out of her. I did. But you heard about her process for being intentional with self-care. It's simple but effective. Since she makes a list of things that are important for her self-care each week, then she just checks them off and posts it on the refrigerator. I love that. Just like your littles do. She identified some of the key things that revitalize her, like taking time for meditation or quiet reflection, some sort of activity or exercise, a date with her husband, and a chat with a friend, which for Elodie uh, usually included coffee and a croissant, true to her French heritage. So fun. As she built her business, Elodie found her free time grew more and more scarce. So she designed this plan to make her own self-care a priority and hold herself accountable. And for her, it's working. Another woman I work with uses a fitness app on her phone and gives herself stars for self-care. And that's fun too, just like you would for exercise. It's another way of tracking behavior to measure it and improve it. She also gives herself credit when she avoids something that's negative, or makes a choice not to participate in something unhealthy. Interesting. 
but positive. That's a great idea, too. Sometimes the absence of a negative is a positive. And if you've made a conscious choice not to do something unhealthy, good on you. That's a win. Something to celebrate. How is it where you are? Do you know what you'd like to do for yourself, but you just can't seem to make it happen? Or get it done on a regular basis? Let's think about what's stopping you. Life? Yeah, that's the response I most often get. Kids, marriage, parents, work, school, business, life. Okay, so let's go about it another way. Let's focus on starting small and being consistent. Maybe you don't have time for lunch or a yoga class, but can you build in one-minute refreshers a couple times a day? Would that work? For me, that's a walk outside. Some days I walk outside, look up at the sun, feel the warmth of the sun on my face, and walk right back in. I used to do that at Caterpillar. And when there was a new security guard, they would, you know, he would just watch me like, I'm not sure what's wrong with that lady. <laughs> she walks outside and walks back in. Uh, the regular ones knew me, and they knew I did that. And they just shake their head and smile. There goes Catherine, walking outside and walking back in. But that was a one-minute refresher for me. And in my case, that one minute might buy me an extra hour of energy. And for me, that was a good trade-off. The other thing I learned when I worked at Caterpillar was um, a lot of folks were packing up and leaving at 5 o'clock. And many nights I didn't, and I'd get aggravated when people were leaving and I wasn't. And so I took a different tact. I decided to start walking out when they did. And I'd just take a walk around the block and walk back in. And for me, again, that five, seven minutes walk around the block might provide me an extra hour, even two hours of energy, either to finish work I needed to do or uh, give me that boost I needed for a soccer game and dinner and homework. Does that all sound familiar? Yeah. So a lot of this is about energy, preserving it, creating it, knowing when you need it, and knowing how to capture it for yourself. As I work with folks I mentor and encourage them to take these mini breaks to rejuvenate throughout the day, I'll often ask them afterward, what catastrophe happened while you were taking that break? Did the business collapse? Did your project implode? Did something in your life go completely upside down in those three minutes? Did that mini break give you a moment of joy? Or restore some peace? Or at the very least regulate your breathing and your blood pressure? And some days you need that more than anything. Yes. Well, then you've just proven to yourself that you can do this. Nothing catastrophic happens, and it's good for you. One of the women I work with stops every hour on the hour to do something she calls a one-minute refresh, which may be as simple as standing up, walking around her office, or doing a few stretches. 
whatever works. You do you, whatever that means. Whether it's one minute, five minutes, or some days more, take what you need and when you need it, the way you need it. The important thing is to do it. And remember, three instances constitutes a pattern of behavior. So the more you do it, the more it becomes a habit and a natural reflex and an integral part of your day. You might also find the more you take these one-minute refresh moments, the less time you spend being anxious or irritated. Nice. If you think this seems like a little thing, you're right. That's why we call it self-care stepping stones. Each one of these little things is a little step toward taking care of you. The good news is you're managing your self-talk, knowing what revitalizes you, and being intentional about incorporating those things into your daily life. As you do that, you're taking control. And as you take control and care for yourself with the same enthusiasm you give to others, that's a gift. That's a gift to you and a gift to them. And when you do take that time to care for you, just know that I'm smiling with you and I'm cheering for you. And hear me when I say, Good leader. Talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh, 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 o